Most people are exercising still for all the wrong reasons. The wrong reasons are for aesthetic reasons, for their ego. And all this stuff is so ephemeral, so temporary, it doesn't amount to anything. So, but if you really understand, you know, this is sort of top layer stuff. Realign your purpose. What is your raison d'etre? What is your reason for being on this earth? If exercising and eating right goes from off the list or at the bottom of the list, then there's something that you have to look at about yourself. You got to go deeper. All right, everyone, welcome to Heal Thyself. You know, the holidays are coming and we get a little stressed this time of year, right? We got a lot going. We have uh, gifts to buy. We got money to spend. We got travel to do. Everyone goes through the same thing. And I just want to give you all the love that you're making time to even just listen to this podcast. All the gratitude from me and the team. For real, I heal thyself. And for those of you who've been listening, Already heading towards Christmas, Christmas of 2022, 2021, 2020, 19. Since we started the show, I give you all the love too. Thank you so much. What a show. We have Tony Horton. You ever do P90X? Remember that? Remember P90X? They had the insanity thing out there. And then we had the P90X workout. And it was really something. There were so many people who were benefiting from at-home workouts. And this guy has been so dedicated and passionate about fitness. And you know, that's a huge pillar of physical health. But a lot of people out there don't talk about what is the integration? What is the meaning point behind sustainable exercise programs, fitness, and your mental health and emotional repression, believe it or not? We talk a little bit about emotional repression. How does that play a hand in self-sabotaging? Because a lot of people, you know, we got New Year's coming up, New Year's resolutions coming up. A lot of people start their New Year's resolution, not even realize that they're just dropping off like flies every single year because it's something deep inside of them. We're self-sabotaging our own fitness journey, our own feeling good in our body without even knowing it. We're gonna talk about why do we do that? How do we get on a good fitness program? What are the three points? What are the three pieces that we need to integrate and align for a proper New Year fitness program? And really, how do we approach working out? How long do we have to work out? Do we have to stretch? Don't we have to stretch? What about weightlifting? It's individualized, but we talk about some of the overarching things. A lot of you out there may be new to it. A lot of you haven't done it in many years. But what I can say very clearly is that working out, getting a fitness routine, especially for 2024, dedicating it, let's do it all together, is going to be really, 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 really important. Not only for your longevity, but feeling good now. And it leaks over to everything, okay? So I really want you to listen to this episode so we can restamp the importance of physical fitness on your overall health. And guess what? Surrounding the holidays, you probably go home and all the candles are on. Or you probably buy some candles and you make your whole house smell like Santa's workshop, right? Or you got the Christmassy smell, the Christmas scent. We got some cinnamon here. We got, listen, I'm gonna talk about candles. A lot of you don't even know how toxic candles are out there and a lot of you don't even know how to shop for candles. I'm gonna give you the, the lowdown on all of it in this Knowledge Bomb segment. So sit back, relax, open your heart, open the ears. If you need a notebook for little notes, do that too. Or if you need to passively just do what you need to do and download all this stuff in your head, great. But thank you for listening to the show, and here we go. All right, everyone. What a special guest I have today. You know, I've been really, really hunkering down. Look, I'm about to turn 40 in a year, and my biggest goal right now is to be the most fit mentally, physically, and emotionally. All bodies together in alignment. But that means really dedicating myself to working out. And guess what? I got a guru with me. 
Oh, no, 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 no. I really do. Tony Horton, creator of P90X, best-selling author, motivational speaker, uh, health, every, the, so the person that you look to to really get that health in check to millions of people, I mean, he's done it for a while, is on the show right now, my man. Dr. G. <laughs> What's happening? Hi, yeah, people. Man. Listen, listen. It's good to be here. I want to look like you when I'm older. Well, yeah, I got tight shirts. That's the key. That tight shirts. Yeah, tight shirts. I smoke a lot of cigarettes. Okay. I know. I, I know. I know. That's I don't not, think I've smoked a cigarette my whole life. You see, look, 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 look. No dad bods. That, that's out. We're getting back no, in shape this year. That's, I don't know how that even got popular. Like, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Yeah. So you want to be miserable and sad? Yeah. Mm, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Mm. No, 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 no. We're talking about muscle centric, good fitness, good cardiovascular health. But I want to ask you, this was really an angle that I have never explored. Mm. A lot of people have trouble and we have the new year coming for, you know, everyone's making the resolutions, going to the gym. I haven't ever explored this or even thought about it. Can holding in emotion or emotional dysregulation like anger cause us to not be following through on our fitness regimen or any regimen? Well, in the constitution, there's this thing called the pursuit of happiness. Like it's in the constitution, man. So it's something that we should like there's all these amendments and things that tell us, you know, who we are as a country here. I mean, I'm not talking about just the U.S., but I'm around the world. Like, you know, there's a lot of people who are generally unhappy all the time. Like they don't laugh very much. They don't have very, they don't have fun, optimistic, upbeat uh, uh, relationships. They don't have it in their family or in their house or at work or in their neighborhood or something. And I think a lot of people who, who struggle with the health and wellness aspect, like really, like there's a lot of people with a lot of great intentions, but no intention ever got anybody anywhere right? There's got to be action and there's got to be below that before the, before you take the action, before you find the guru, before you pick up the book, before you buy, you know, my new program, the power of four or my old one P90X and all the ones in between, there's something about you as an individual that has to probably change for you to not only start, but to finish, right? Be consistent throughout. And then after you've whatever, like, you know, and, and most people's purpose is so inappropriate for what it is that they ultimately want, yeah. right? So most people are exercising still for all the wrong reasons. And, and the wrong reasons are for aesthetic reasons, for their ego to look a certain way. It's about the scale. It's about the inches. It's about the dress size. It's about the belt. It's about what people's opinions are about them when, as they're going through their transformation. And all this stuff is so ephemeral, so temporary, um, that doesn't amount to anything. So, but if you really understand you know, this is sort of top layer stuff. Like, okay, realign your purpose. What is your raison d'etre? What is your reason for being on this earth? If you're, if exercise and eating right goes from off the list or at the bottom of the list, where it's just sort of this thing you think about like at the beginning of every year, and then it's, it's gone mid-January or maybe you get to February if you're lucky, then there's something that you have to look at about yourself. You got to go deeper. You got you to go deeper than knowing what your purpose is. So my purpose is I'm a skier. All right, so I exercise and I also train. I exercise and I train so I can go do the stuff I want to do. So I rock climb, I, I have ninja courses that I do, and I'm a skier. So the exercise is sort of layer one. And then I train differently than I, what I do with my exercise so I can rock climb, ski, and do my ninja courses better. Different kind of training, next level stuff that most people are like, whoa, dude, you're climbing a rope upside down for yeah. 20 feet? What are you doing? You know, skincare isn't just about looking good, right? A lot of us want to look good, but it's not just about looking good. It's about nurturing your skin and being well-balanced from the inside out. And, you know, this world is flooded with a bunch of harsh chemicals that are really insulting our skin, our barrier. 
and you want something truly effective that is safe. Alitura is one of the best in the game. If you never heard of Alitura, you just think of, you might've seen some uh, black bottles with gold writing on it. It's one of the best and they're always at health events and people are loving them and their quality. Alitura Naturals has crafted a serum that is not only safe, but also incredibly effective. Listen, a lot of you ask me where I get my glow from. This is a huge part of the equation. Their gold serum isn't just another skincare product. It's a testament to the power of natural healing and a commitment to holistic health. It uses organic ingredients like jojoba, olive, rosehip oils, and the gold serum is made organically with plant-derived vitamin A, not synthetic stuff, not that nasty stuff that you're getting in a lot of these over-the-counter products. GHKCU and marine collagen to revitalize your skin. Alitura Naturals has been using the best ingredients in their products for years. They've been pioneering the path for what truly transformed skin should be. So if you're ready to take control of your skin health and experience the pinnacle of natural beauty, I highly recommend checking out Alitura Naturals. For a limited time, you, the Heal Thyself listener, will enjoy the exclusive discount, just the Heal Thyself discount, only for you. That's 20% off of this gold serum. Go to alitura.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That's A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com and get that 20% discount. It's amazing stuff. I use it every night before bed and I'm telling you, I'm on fire with my skin in a good way. Check it out. All right, let's face it. With all the toxins we're exposed to nowadays with processed foods, pollutants, and even stress, our poor livers have been working overtime. If you've been feeling sluggish, bloated, or just overall rundown, it may be time to give your hardworking liver some extra love and support. That is where Organifi's Liver Detox comes in. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfoods. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfood ingredients specifically designed to remove excess toxins and improve digestion, promote healthier energy levels, and just overall liver health. Now, one of the key ingredients is artichoke leaf extract, which has been clinically proven to help detoxify the liver and digestive tract. Then you got the all-star liver protector. You heard of it, milk thistle, an herb that has been used for centuries to give your liver a big old hug. That's not all. Organifi's liver detox also contains dandelion root, one of my favorite ones of all time, which is loaded with vitamins and minerals to promote healthy liver function and digestion. And finally, Trafalia, an ancient Ayurvedic formula packed with antioxidants that has been traditionally used as a powerful liver tonic, one of my favorite ones too. So whether you're dealing with sluggish digestion, low energy, or just want to give your body's main detox engine a little extra love, Organifi's Liver Detox has your back. Just take one to three capsules at any point during the day to start supporting your liver's natural detox pathways. All of us need to be supporting our liver. If you want to experience the energy boosting, liver supporting effects of this fantastic formula, head to OrganifiShop.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I shop.com slash DRG. Right, but I have those objectives. And then secondly, when I exercise, I release dopamine, uh, norepinephrine, what am I saying? Uh, Brain-derived neurotropic yeah. factor. I'll get it out, I swear, folks. <laughs> um, and so there's a there's a uh, cognitive shift that occurs, whether it's weight weight training or body weight training or Tabata or or uh, you know, you name it, yoga, animal flow, whatever your thing is, and that changes your perspective about who you are as a human being. The first day, the second day, the third day, it happens every time. But if you're working out rarely or never or periodically, you're going to end up with what I call exercise bipolar disorder. You're just going to, you know, it's like, oh, all these chemicals. And I, I feel good. Like I just did a yoga session this morning, an hour and 24 minutes. Mm, I mean, I, I just feel alive and awake and alert. I feel energized, but I also feel calm at the same yeah. time. And that's what exercise can do for you. And if you know that inherently and you believe in that and you have faith in that because the science is there and proves it, then you go, ah. Oh, 
it's your new drug. Right. You don't need coffee and cigarettes and whatever kind of garbage, you know, whatever things that you're doing, alcohol, yep. so that you can have these little short-term feel-good moments. And then there's, of course, consequences to all that kind of behavior, short-term and long-term. You exercise today, you're infinitely, you know, is it about longevity? I don't know. Am I going to get hit by a bus five minutes from now? All I know is that I can go to Jackson Hole and I can ski top to bottom like a 20-year-old which I couldn't do when I was a 20 year old. Mm -hmm. That's why I exercise. So my purpose is rock solid. How do I feel? How do I relate to other people? What's my cre creativity? Upgrades my productivity. And that's why I do it every day, as opposed to all the other short-term versions people use. Bang, number one, next to his plan. If you, if you wing it, you won't do it. If you plan it, you will. So you announce to the world, I'm working out at this time, five to seven days a week. Do not schedule anything. This is my time. I'm a mom, kids, mm -mm, don't bother me. You know, everybody at work, everybody at home, everybody around. Just, this is this is my time. You got to plan it. If you plan it, you'll do it. And then last but not least is how do you stay accountable? There are people that get up at the crack of dawn at five o'clock before they feed their kids and go to work and go down to a cold basement and do an hour and a half of yoga. I don't know who they are. They got their, they have their accountability. For a lot of them, it's just a calendar, right? They make red X's. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the month, they see at least 20, 22 X's. That means they've stayed accountable. If they see 50, if they see 15 X's on that calendar, they took 15 days off. So here comes your exercise bipolar again. I feel good. I, how come I'm not seeing results? It's the same thing as like you eat every other day or you go to work every other day or you sleep every other night. It's going to go south for you. Mm. And that's the stuff that we automatically do to survive on earth. You want to thrive? You want to go from surviving to thriving? It's got to be all, Tony, how often should I eat? Well, all the time. How often should I exercise? All the time. Yeah. How, how often do you breathe? All the time. How often do you eat? All the time. How often do you go to work? All the time. Yeah. It's all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I, can, I just went through that and some people will go, oh, wow, cool. And that 8% might do something. But now you got to figure out who you are as a human being on this earth. If you're angry, if you're a finger, if you're... You know, if you're somebody whose act is just a mess, you know, you're, you're just, you've, your life has been filled with chaos and disorder and a bad attitude and a bad demeanor and a bad vibe. Those, those folks aren't going to, aren't going to, you got to, there's all these other things that you got to do. You got to see a shrink. You got to read some personal development. You got to go to some seminars. You know, you got to find new friends. You know what I mean? You can't find a new wife and new kids, whatever. There's people in your house that are bringing you down, but you know, you have a conversation. You ask for what you need. Here's what I, hi honey. Yeah, I know. Um, there was a gal, her name is Kathy, and then I'll let you ask the next question. Uh, five foot tall, 210 pounds. Her husband was like, she bought Power 90, which was before P90X. She did it three times, so that's nine months. The whole time her husband was just like, why, 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 why do you bother you? This is where you're spending more time. I don't spend, just negative energy coming at her. Couldn't do a single push-up. At the end of 90 days, she could do 20. And she lost around 60 pounds. She bought P90X, did it three times. Uh, nine months. Uh, I saw her at a shoot because she won this contest. She lost 100 pounds. She now weighed 110 pounds, not 210 pounds. She looked like a rock climber, shredded, ripped, amazing. I watched her do 10 pull-ups. I go, can you do, yeah, I can knock out 10. Bang. And, and you know, her accountability didn't exist. She didn't have the friends and the, the family and the coworkers and stuff to do it with. She was like, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I trust this Tony Horton cat and I'm going to do this thing. I don't care how long it takes. I don't know what that relationship looks like these days, but uh -huh, uh -huh. who knows? Yeah, and you never know, right? As you come more into your physical health, mental health, a lot of things around you change because they you have, have to clarity, change. Right? They have to change, right? You know what I mean? I mean, there's a lot. There's things that you can do that you're that people around you can't do anymore because they haven't joined joined you in this journey. Yeah, right. So then you got to go searching out, finding other people, and then you want to do other things. I mean, my wife and I were in Italy, and we got on our on these bikes for five and a half hours on the Appian Way. This 
this trail that Caesar built from Rome down to the boot. It is just amazing. Like this is where see, he, you could see the chariot tr uh, worn out in the, like here I am, I'm a Caesar was here. Yeah. Like Romans were here. This is, this is crazy. But other people will never be able to be there and see that and experience that because they're not physically able. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? They're in the car, like, you know, 100 yards away taking pictures of it. Yeah, yeah, not true. As, not as cool. I love the way that you frame this. And, and for me, my mind likes to go one, two, and three. And now I can see it as a whole. Um, but it, it, it keeps sticking with me, the, the first part. Because a lot of people start with, like, the new year and they have all these goals, right? They, they have a plan. I'm going to do it for the first three months and I'm going to get a calendar and make X's. But it seems to me that psychological component or not having that sense of purpose or the why behind that, they get lost by mid-January or mm -hmm. maybe mid-February. Yeah. So when it comes to that, like the why, that, like you, for example, you said you're a skier and you like to do all of these things, you have the reasons for working out and eating well. How do people even get clear on that? Well, you know, uh, when I, one of the things that I did early on when I was trying to figure out what I was, what I was going to be. You know, I wanted to be a movie star and an actor and a comedian. And I mean, I did stand up for two years. I was with Second City LA for a year before it left town. Uh, I had three different acting coaches over the course of a, maybe almost two decades. And that's where I put my time and energy. But one of my acting coaches, Daryl Hickman, who I think is in his upper 90s and still around and painting, amazing human being. I never had, I never spent more, I was never more impacted by any mentor or coach in my life like I was. And he said, hey, look, you're all here in this class with me and I'm going to help you be better actors. But the, the chances of you making it, making a living is slim and none. It just is. So find a second thing. And when, if you find that second thing that you love, when you come here, um, you won't feel like you're you know, hanging by your fingernails with the hope that whatever we're doing here is going to work and you're going to become a movie star or a TV star or, or a stage performer or whatever it is. And so I just started training people on the side and, uh, you know, I happened to, Tom Petty was my first celebrity, then Tom Petty, Billy Idol, Annie Lennox from the Eurythmics and Springsteen and Stephen Stills. And it went on and Bryce Dallas Howard, I mean, you know, Rob Lowe. And all of a sudden I had this side gig that I really liked, but I didn't think I was going to make a living at it. I was still running around and doing auditions. And so what I would tell a lot of people, a lot of people are in a rut. Your home life is lame. You're not eating right. You're, you're overwhelmed. You're overweight and you're overwhelmed. You know, work isn't your favorite thing in the world to do. So I picked up Keith Ellis's book, The Magic Lamp, early on. And The Magic Lamp kind of helped me understand, uh, well, maybe you don't make a living as a trainer, you know, or maybe you don't make a living as an actor, but you've, it tells you, make these lists of all your favorite stuff. Top 10 favorite things that you, the person you'd want to be, the, 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 the occupations you like to have. And then, you know, I'm not going to go through the whole formula because we don't have time. But he explained to me like, oh, you know, reading the book and doing the, the workbook and everything else. Uh, maybe this fitness thing can turn into something because I do enjoy it. I like acting more. And I just went to a screening to a movie I was, I was in last summer, which is coming out soon, which is, you know, it's funny how it all came around, right? Want to be a, you know, on camera. I'm still on camera, obviously, based on what uh -huh, I do. Uh -huh. But I'm helping people lose weight and feel better and find their purpose on this earth so they can join me in Jackson Hole on a yoga retreat and ski with me. You know, I mean, there's all kinds of things that people would never imagine that weren't even on their radar, and they finally get in shape, and then their world goes from here to here. Like, oh, my God, look who I am. Look what I can do. Look how I feel. I'm going to start trying new stuff. Unfortunately, you leave a lot of people behind, but the people you leave behind allows you to see the people that are coming your way. Right. And so that was my thing. Get a hobby. Get a hobby. Find something else that makes you 
feel good about what you're doing when you're doing it because you're probably going to feel very present. You're going to feel very much in the moment. And for a lot of people, it is the fitness thing. If they find the right coach or they find the right trainer or they find the right program. And I've, I've been that for millions of people, right? Because my thing is I'm not a drill sergeant. I'm not your babysitter and I'm not your shrink. I'm a guy here to say, come and do this thing. If you're not very fit and you haven't done it before, you're going to probably stink it up pretty good. Yay. You're going to stink it up and stink it up and stink it up. And, and then all of a sudden there's going to be, is it a month from you for you? Is it a year and a half for you? Is it three years for you? Everybody has that awakening at some point. Like all of a sudden they look at themselves and they see what they can do. And there was no sign of, of like, they can't even, they can't even go back and, and uh, pinpoint where it started to shift. But at some point you go, oh, like when I was able to climb a 20 foot rope upside down, I'm like, oh, I think this is a, this is a, the Japanese have a word called satori, like a sudden moment of enlightenment. Like, oh, oh, all right. Well, the first time I could do a muscle up, oh, or the first time I got through my ninja course, which is a bear, oh, you know what I mean? For some people, it's their first push up. For some people, it's their first pull up. For some people, it's their first mile run where they didn't throw up. You know what I mean? These are, these are benchmarks for how you're improving and, and getting better and opening up your world. You know what I mean? Too many people fail because their expectations are way out of whack. They don't have any idea. And a lot of them don't really know how to do things properly. Yeah. Right. So they're man and they're getting hurt. Oh, I, you know, and the reason why people don't succeed is they get bored. They, they get bored, they hurt or they plateau. Those are the big three that take people down. Mm -hmm. And that happens over and over and over again. So come January 18th or February 3rd, oh, one of those three things will happen and they're back to their old ways. They'll say, see, I told you so. And then to get them to do it again and try the following year or whenever in that course of the next this year, it's it's a bummer because they don't have enough intel about themselves yeah. and about what to do and, and who to get inspired by. Yeah. Man, I love the idea of, of, of getting a hobby because, you know, when we were kids, we loved doing so many things that brought us so much light. Yeah. Shoot, I remember painting. I remember dressing up and acting and putting on shows. I was one minute I was a Ninja Turtle. The next minute I was whatever else cartoon there was, He-Man. But- I bet you made an excellent Ninja Turtle. I was a fantastic one, man. <laughs> I was Michelangelo, the one who ate pizza. Of course you were. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, the California vibe guy already. Yep. You know, and 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 we don't think about as adults because there's like the attrition of hobbies through our life. And then we are very serious about everything. Yeah. And, you know, we put on our outfit and we adult and we do this work and we call it life. Yeah. Because when you're a kid... You're going from first to second to third to fourth, right? And we don't we don't question the fact that it takes us 12 years to get through school so that you can go off and be a human being. And then some will do college and some will do grad school. But then we look at a workout program and go, man, I hope I'm ripped by March 3rd. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now you're older, you're more rickety, you're, you're, you, you haven't really exercised, so your, your coordination is shot. And, and you, know, you think you're gonna have some kind of a miraculous result. You just got to be patient. You know, the more you do, the better you get. Do your best and forget the rest. You, you know what I mean? And we're and we're we're judging the journey every step of the way. Oh damn! Oh, I can't. I can't comes out of our mouth all the time. Just add the word yet. Yeah. I can't yet. I can't yet. But I'm here. I can't yet. You know, what is it, Woody Allen? Eighty percent of life is showing up. The other twenty percent is maybe paying attention to what's actually happening while you're showing up and being okay with it, because you know, judging it is just going to create more problems than more than more. It's been a long time since I promoted a coffee because there's not that many good coffee brands. We got one of the best ones now on Heal Thyself. Are you ready to elevate your coffee game? And experience a brew that's not only delicious, 
but it's also health focus. Let me introduce you to Purity Coffee. You heard me review them in one of my first ever coffee reviews as one of the best, and then my second ever one as one of the best. And it's one of the best still. It's an ultimate choice for coffee lovers who, who prioritize taste as well as well-being. I'm gonna tell you what makes Purity Coffee stand out from the crowd. Every step in that process is rooted in health-focused principles backed by solid scientific research-based rigorous testing. They use the finest specialty grade organic Arabica beans and then move on to small batch roasting, ensuring that each cup meets the highest standards of quality. But what really sets Purity Coffee apart from all the other coffee brands is their dedication, is my favorite, is their dedication to purity and safety. Their beans undergo third-party testing to ensure they're free of pesticides, toxins, and harmful mycotoxins, those pesky substances that can wreak havoc on your health, causing issues like liver and kidney damage, digestive problems, brain fog, and fatigue. Purity Coffee also has some of the highest antioxidant capacity, and this is important because we have to understand coffee is actually really good for us when we're getting quality coffee. And the reason it's good for us and ensures so many benefits, especially heart health, is because of its antioxidant capacity. Purity has one of the highest antioxidants that you're going to find in coffee, giving you a powerful dose of healthy, boosting compounds with every sip. Purity Coffee is grown on regenerative organic farms that prioritize soil health, animal welfare, and community well-being. They have certifications by USDA Organic, Rainforest Alliance, and Smithsonian Bird Friendly. You can also trust Purity Coffee is not only good for you, but also good for the planet. They have a range of roasts from their light medium roast with sweet fruity notes and their dark roast with rich bold taste. So to try out one of my favorite coffees in existence and one that I recommend to everyone still to this day, I've been doing it for years, is Purity Coffee. Go to puritycoffee.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your first purchase. That is P-U-R-I-T-Y-C-O-F-F-E-E.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your order. You know, living a long life is great. It is. We all want to live longer. But what's even better is living those years in good health, right? Free of the chronic diseases and the ailments. Unfortunately for many, the gap between lifespan and health span is way too wide. And we spent our last years ill, not enjoying our life to the fullest. And that's why I'm always into research-based products, quality supplements that are coming out to you, the highest, the best of the best, some of the best rigorously tested supplements. And one of my favorite companies across the board is Momentus. And they have two that I use every single day, creatine and collagen. These are the two powerhouses that work. I've been Opened and I've been working out more four times a week. I'm lifting heavy weights. And these are staples. And, I, and not just me. I think everyone should be out working out, building muscle. Staples to muscle repair and muscle growth. But what sets Momentus apart from the rest is its clinically researched formulas. For the collagen, it delivers 15 grams of collagen, supporting your body in various ways. And it's not just one type of collagen, it's all the types of collagen, right? A lot of companies just have one type of collagen. You want all the types of your body's absorbing and utilizing this collagen the way you desire the body to use it. But boy, oh boy, the gold standard for working out, if you're not on this, you don't even have to be working out. You can use it for your brain. It's creatine. Momentous creatine is fantastic. There's no fillers, no additive, pure, effective ingredients you can trust. Trust is everything when it comes to supplements. Momentous third-party test. There's no surprises. What you see on the package is what you get. So if you're like me, you want to feel your body with the best of the best, go to livemomentous.com and use the code DRG for 15% off of creatine and collagen and all their top-notch products. That is L-I-V-E-M-O-M-E-N-T-O-U-S.com with the code DRG for your discount. For success, I think about people who have these goals. And this, I was, you know, totally guilty of this throughout college. I was like, okay, I'm going to do, and there was just like this giant, I'm going to do cardio in the morning and workout at night. And I would, I would be like, cause I got to get ripped for spring break, right? This is college. And it, I swear it lasts for like two weeks. 
and then it's done. It's like I used and all you of my energy. And you burn down. You burn the candle at both ends. You burn the candle at Be both ends. Be the tortoise, not the hare, man. Yeah. So a lot of people ask me uh, this, and I refer them to, and I'm going to refer them to you because you know we we need like the real experts out there because yeah, um, how long? Like, let's say someone's getting back into January first workout. Mm -hmm. How long is it? Can it be? 15 minutes, 40 minutes? Do they have to be at the gym for an hour, hour and a half? How is there an intensity level that they need to hit? What are we? What do we need to watch out for? Because there's a lot of new people coming into magical this. questions. You, you got this? so so. This is an absolute one size does not fit all. Okay, all right. If you're 25 and you got 15 pounds to lose, and you're a former uh, Olympic gymnast, you you already know what to do. Yeah. If you're 45 and you got a crazy job and you got burnout and you got wife and kids, different story. You have to. You have to. And then you have to. You know what I wrote? I wrote a book called "The uh, The Big Picture: The Eleven Laws Will Change Your Life." One of the one of the eleven laws is love it or leave it. So, and there's two kinds of love, right? There's just you know, like I love badminton. You know, I mean, if you get out there and play it long enough, you'll probably lose a few calories and help your coordination. And you know, of course, yeah. you got to eat your vegetables too. But other people want to bodybuild. Other people want to do Tabata. Other people want to do you know other things. But you have to start out. You have to start out kind of slowly. I'm the 45-year-old, I'm 65 pounds overweight, I haven't worked out in 25 years, or I've never worked out ever, then your learning curve is is much different than the 25-year-old ex-gymnast that's going to be in shape in four and a half weeks. Right. You know what I mean? And so what do you what are you willing to make time for? The more time under tension, the more calories burned, the more muscles that are going to react. So, you know. In, is it, you're going to get that in a 15 minute workout, man, if you're going like, like gangbusters, <laughs> yeah. but you're 45 and you're out of shape and you're overweight and you're burnt out from work. So you're probably not going to go like gangbusters for that 15 minutes. You're going to, you know I mean? You're, you're going to need the 15 minutes for the warm up, Right. You know what I'm saying? So, right. all right. Um, now, now, you know, you look at P90X, how many people did 24 sets of chest and back on day one. And then they did plyometrics the next day and took that sucker and put it right up on a shelf and never saw it again. Uh -huh. But a lot of people went, oh, this is real. Typically people who had trained in the past, they're the ones that went to day three, four, five, 27, you know, 89, 90. Mm -hmm. um, other people on the shelf, off the shelf, on the shelf. <laughs> Here I go again. Here I go again. Because they kept meeting other people, you know, um, Kathy, 100 pounds gone. Another girl, her name was Kathy as well. Kathy McDonald, 125 pounds. Richard Neal, 242 pounds. Crazy. And these are and this guy uh, who I went to QVC with had a, had a fixed ankle. Didn't didn't do this wow. from a football injury. So he he was obese, but he figured it out. Yeah. They just figured, they just I want it so bad. I mean, you know, their purpose superseded everything else. All yeah. the naysayers and all the bad account of, you know, the bad friendships and stuff and the and the lack of support at home. They, f they figured it out. So it really depends on the individual. Y your job is to buy a dang calendar or do it on your phone or do it on your desktop or do whatever you want to do. But I like a good old fashioned paper calendar and you hang it on the back of your front door or your bathroom mirror or on your refrigerator and you hang a red pen on it. And then you take your calendar and we supplied calendars in the old days, the new stuff that we do streaming. We have calendars, but you write it down in your own handwriting, plyo, yoga, chest and back, you know, da, da, da. And you, you put your root workouts down five to six days a week on December 1, because it's coming. Actually, it's here. We were doing this on December Today's 1. The, yeah, yeah. And then you hang your pen. And then you go, you go into, you, into the gym with your purpose that's lined up, with your plan, because there it is on the calendar. And you, you 
connect with as many people who are supporting you or joining you as possible. And you go in there and you have the worst workout and you're exhausted and you can't finish. A plus plus 12 reds, 12 stars, you make your X. And you don't judge how horrible it went and how terrible it was because you know what you did was you released the serotonin, mm -hmm. the dopamine, and all the things, and the brain-derived neurotropic factor. And then you do it on Tuesday, and you do it on Wednesday, and you do it on Thursday, and you do it on Friday. And then you take Saturday and Sunday off, or you do something on Saturday, like maybe a mindfulness practice, maybe mm -hmm. some box breathing, maybe some meditation, maybe maybe a body scan thing. Maybe you go for a walk. Maybe you play for your dog. Maybe you go out in the yard and you, play, you get in your garden. You start yeah. farting around. Get those damn weeds that have been sitting there. You're looking at them for the last 12 years. Get them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You do something that takes your mind off the, the, the stuff. You schedule that too. You know what I mean? Let everybody know. Week one, week two, week three. And then some people, like that gymnast who's 25 years old, she's like, wow, look at me already. Week five, I feel like I was back in college. Mm -mm, that ain't you, Mr. 60, 45 year old's got 65 pounds. You have, you have a bigger ladder. Right, everybody right, right. has a ladder. And, it and some people have to go further up the ladder. Like my friend Vache, yawn awning salesman, came to my house. His, his arms were like Play-Doh. They were like Jello. I was like, wow, dude. And he was a, he was a skinny fat guy. Yeah. Like he oh, yeah. looked okay in his clothes, yeah. had a little belly on him, couldn't physically do anything. Like it was shocking. Not anymore. Because why? Because he's coming to my house five to six days a week since I met him almost a year and a half ago. Mm. Now we, he's going all the way through the ninja course. I have professional athletes can't get halfway through the ninja course. Oh, and here's the guy. You know why? He kept showing up. And, he, and, he, and I taught him. He goes, I can't believe I can't do this. I'm already six months in. Dude, you got more, you got more rungs on your ladder. You, you want to stop here and go back to where you were? How did that feel? Did that feel good? Were you happy then? You were miserable then. You got another rung. You got another rung. You got more rungs. Because you started with nothing. All right? So just, and, and it's crazy. Like, I'm watching him now make these discoveries. He's, he was benching 50s dumbbells the other day. <laughs> He couldn't even have picked up one year in Africa. He couldn't off the ground. It was yeah. it's stunning to watch. And and there's so much self-confidence that comes with that. There's so much more energy that comes from that. There's so much more hope and optimism about your life and your future when it comes with that. And it has nothing to do with the tape measure. It has nothing to do with the scale. It has nothing to do with your ego needing friends, family, and strangers to say how fabulous you look. That right. is just that's just not the wrong way to go. Yeah. It it is your own. Felt experience of your new self that is Correct. just unfolding Correct. over and over. And the beginning's a bitch. It's always a bitch. Always. Even for people who are, it's just a bitch. It's, is it going to be a nightmare? It's tough and rough and hard for the first month, the second month. I know people who got through 90 days of P90X and are like, I thought I expected more, probably because I wasn't standing over you, watching your range of motion, watching how you were doing things, what weights you were choosing, how long your breaks were, how many times you were hitting the pause button because you were exhausted. Yep. You know what I mean? But, but if you're, you know, if you're willing to, to learn and to grow and transform. And sometimes that comes from going to whatever seminar it is or reading whatever personal development book it is. I mean, my, my shelves are filled with Deepak Chopra and Andrew Weil and Richard Carlson uh -huh. and, uh, and M. Scott Peck and, right? Because I didn't get, I didn't get, I got the reading, writing, and arithmetic, arithmetic and I wasn't very good at any of those really. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but through the personal development, what I learned was stop judging the damn journey and keep showing up and it will get better. Mm. You just might have longer run. And I have a very long learning curve. I do not pick things up right away. I need, I was a horrible skier. I went to 15 ski camps from South America to France to, to, to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And it was shocking how bad I was, but I was hanging around with some of the best skiers in the world. And did I get, did I learn all that much the first camp? 
enough to want to go to the second one and the third one. And now I can, you know, I can ski pretty good. Amazing. So, but you found your why, right? Like that's, that's something that really motivated you to. I was also too poor to be able to afford, you know, ski camps in South America. (laughs) I mean, like I was doing all these other things. I mean, I think I told you before, I lived a block from here in poverty for 21 years. I mean, hand to mouth, like, oh my God, how am I going to pay my rent? Yeah. But I did these things. I mean, I took fitness and I, I it went from a non-priority to number one priority. And that changed everything. I, that's me. not the first time that I'm hearing this. I hear so many people say when it's sort of an act of self-love too, right? You, it's an sure. act of self-respect. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, it's more than your temple. I mean, we know in evidence in medicine, the expanse of, I mean, you put that in a pill, that's a billion dollar pill, the benefits of exercise, mm-hmm. cardiovascular, blood sugar, brain health. You talked about brain derived neurotropic factor, everything mm-hmm. else in the body, joints, come on, longevity. It's like, oh yeah, by the way, your mental health changes, your relationships change. Um, Quality I, I, of life. Quality of life. It's qual- I mean, you know, the, the longevity thing is unpredictable no, no matter what you do. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if you've spent, if you grew up near Fukushima or, or, or Chernobyl, right. you might have been a, an Olympic athlete, but you just were in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know True. what I mean? It, it's, it's behavior, it's environment, and it's genetics. Those are the three things. That's where the, that's where the clock is going. But, you know, I mean, you know, there's a lot of science that says you can change your own genetics in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jack Elaine's father died at 50. He died at 96. Right. His genetics, if he, had, if he had behaved like his father, he would have died about 50, the same yeah. time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and like, I don't know. I mean, I know who I am as a 65-year-old. My father and my mother couldn't physically do any of the stuff that I can physically do. Yeah. You know, but they both look pretty good. I mean, there's, so there's some a genetic component for me. Yeah. I, I don't know how this stuff still grows out of my head. This color. <laughs> I mean, like, like, like you're dying it. Is that a toupee? Oh God. You know, uh, I'm doing everything right so that, you know, I mean, I'm, sl- yeah. I'm slowing down the aging process while I do this stuff that I'm enjoying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I have, I have, I have a technical question about working out because I've always wondered this. All right. Okay. Are we supposed to be stretching? How long are we supposed to be stretching? Do we do it in the beginning? Do we do it in the middle? Do we do it in the end? Is there a way to do this? Because, I say this because there's a lot of people who start these programs midway, boom, injured. They're out for two weeks, three weeks, and then they just don't pick it up again. It's a good question. And, and again, when it comes to your health and your wellness and your fitness and your balance and your, and your range of motion and all the things that have to do with you improving physical, physically, also internally, all your organs, it's just, it's just a, it's, my wife is hypermobile. She doesn't have to stretch. She does. She goes, she's just like, you know, her arms bend. Like my arm doesn't straighten all the way. Hers goes down here like this. Her legs are hyperextend. You know, she can bend, fold in half like a, like a, you know, like an envelope. Um, Me, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not super tight, but I'm also not super flexible. And when I train pretty hard, obviously I have to, I have to open that up again. So there, there are other things that help you get there. Um, but yeah, all my workouts have have warm ups and cool downs, whether you need it or you don't. You know, in general, certain workouts I don't really need to, to warm up. Yeah. I just make sure that the first set, you know what I mean. I, I decrease the weights. I, that's kind of my way of warming up. But for a lot of people, they're super vulnerable, and especially for people who start getting into certain kinds of routines that are crazy intense, and their bodies aren't ready for it. Mm. You know what I mean? So. You know, I don't want to name names, but there's some stuff out there that's very, very popular and everybody's got blown out shoulders, backs, and knees. I think I know what you're talking I about. I think I you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and a lot of it has, has, okay, don't get mad at me. 
I've gone to CrossFit classes and mm. I've had a blast. Yeah. I mean, they're cool. The, 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 the wad of the day is super challenging, but I'm the P90X guy and I'm going in there and the, and the, some of the coaches that I've been with don't know me from Adam. They just look at me and go heaviest weight, biggest range of motion. Right. And, I, and I'll, I'll say, I'll say, I'm not doing an 80 pound sandbag here, dude. I'm doing a 40. That's what I know. I think I can do. Most people go to a class and they just, they let whoever's running the session hurt them. You know what I mean? So you have to, again, ask for what you need. Hey man, you're fit. This is your world, but I know what I got to do. Cause I got to get out of here unscathed. Right. I mean, we, we just sit and we keep our mouths trapped and we let people run over us because they're the coach, because they're the mentor, because they're the leader, because they have a big fan base, because they got a bunch of Instagram. I don't give a damn. You got to listen to your own body. You got to do what you need to do to get, to make sure that you don't boredom. That's one uh, plateaus. That's another, but the injury thing that's preventable. If you're listening and you're doing your recovery time. LeBron James, he's 110 years old. He scored more more points than anybody else. And he's still, still dunking with both hands, flying through the court, blocking shots. Yeah. Why? For every every hour that he's training or on the court, he's got two hours of recovery. All right, he's, he's, got, right. A, he's got an infrared sauna. Yeah. All right, he's got more than, he's, he's got cold plunges. He's got a, a cryo chamber. You know, he's, he's, he's in, he's doing all that work. He's got foam rollers. He's got, he does, people are massaging him every day. Yeah. But if you think you're going to go, especially if you're a little, if you're genetically on the stiffer side and you don't have that range of motion and then you're doing something physically that asks you to have a bigger range of motion than your body's capable of, and you're not doing any recovery work, you're not doing any warm ups, and you're not doing any curl, uh, uh, cool downs. Tick tock. Is it going to be the shoulder? Is it going to be the hips? Is it going to be the back? Is it going to be the knee? Yeah. Is it going to be the, you know, and people don't want it that P90X sold millions. Everybody skipped the yoga. Not everybody. It was an hour and a half. It was a son of a gun, but that, you know, if you're going to work out like a son, like crazy five days a week, then you got to stick a yoga in there because the yoga allows you to be less durable and more durable, more durable <laughs> and less vulnerable. Thank you. Yeah. While you're doing everything else. But they would go out for a run or they'd take a day off. And then they get injured doing P90X because they didn't listen to what I said. Right. I did yoga this morning. It's, it's mandatory. And now I'm doing animal flow stuff, which is whew, You You nuts. love that. I did it once before. I really liked it. What, what do you love about it so much? I love it because this is how, how children move. This is how animals move. You know, there's there's frogger and there's ape which is different than gorilla which is crab which is there's bear and you're just it, it, there's a lot of coordination in it there's a lot of uh and, and there's tons and tons and tons of muscle recruitment yeah there's so many there's so many compound every single animal movement there's tons and tons of compound movements it's super challenging you have to, it works on your flexibility it works on your strength it's it's like yoga times 10 yeah it's 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 special stuff, and I suck at it right now. I mean, like, and I did a, I did my first. I had a regular plyo class. I had it for almost twenty plus years on Wednesday nights, and I invite forty people because it's so brutal. But as a skier, we jump, we spin, we land, we you know we're doing twenty moves anywhere from thirty to one hundred reps. It's a monster. I've had I've had professional football players and Olympic speed skaters throw up during this routine. Usher on move seventeen. You know Usher. Yeah, of course. Flat on his back. I could have put chalk line around him. Because Usher, I go, dude, you know, you're super fit. You're, you're, you're very athletic. You're, but you, this, you haven't done this before. This is new to you. No, he didn't listen to me. And down he went. 
but he was a hero. I mean, he, like the third time we did it, he's wearing one of those oxygen things. And he gets, uh, I mean, he's just a stud. Um, but a lot of people, that's 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 why I love it because it's so challenging. Yep. And it's going to help my skiing. It's my, I mean, I'm sore in places. So anyway, the point I was going to make is, you know, we have this plyo class, and I said we got to change it. We're going to turn it to primal plyo. Cool. So I took the plyo moves and I integrated the animal animal movements. That's got to be something. It's fun. Yeah, and I love that. Movements. I love like how can I. I mean, that's what I do with P90X, right? I mean, you know, it wasn't just boxing. It wasn't just cardio. It wasn't just yoga. I said, let's put all this stuff yeah. in, work on your weaknesses as much as your strengths. And that's what this was on Wednesday night. And uh, I'm still not good now. I don't cue it very well yet because I'm still learning myself. Yeah. But I had all the guinea pigs loved it. So we had a good time. This is this is why I only did it once because in my head, this was years ago. I was like, ah, I wasn't that good at it. I'm not going to do it. But, but the, the, the challenge Check was the to keep doing it. Check the box that says, right. of course of that's course. what you have. Go in again. Yeah. What happens the second time? What happens the third time? Right. What if the 30th time? Yeah. By the 30th time, you can teach it. Yeah, this is- this But it's is, not going to happen on day one or two You know, I'm three. inspired. That, that one really resonated with me. I what are you doing next Wednesday? I'll go do it. Do you live in town here? Yeah. I'll see you at my house. Let's go. Let's do the Let's animal go. flow, man. Let, oh, I can't wait to see get this on video, how my body's moving on the floor. Mm. I but, feel by the stiff way, already. Everybody's like, leg under, leg over. I mean, I said, hey, look, <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out myself. I mean, I rehearsed it in my house for almost four hours just to make sure that, I, that everything kind of flowed okay. Uh, and everybody was ugly and messed up. And I kept saying, that's okay. It's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, 100%. Well, so, yeah. And that's where we take out the ego and we go, okay, no, this is this is how it's supposed to look. Like yeah. our bodies yeah. are not used to these movements yeah. and it's recruiting, like you said, muscles that we didn't even know we have. Right. It's so it's so funny. Like I remember after that, I was, my calves, my hamstrings, my lower back, I felt like I was like, I don't know if car. I can get, yeah. I don't know if I can get out of bed. <laughs> Please, someone give me the turmeric, the ginger, the boswellia, the massages, the cold tubs. Right, that, right, I felt right. like the LeBron James, but like I needed four or five days of recovery, right. and it's crazy. Totally right. But that—that's that. It's it's really um, inspiring to hear. Mm. Really, at any age. And is it animal flow? For some people, it's yoga. For some people, right. it's Pilates. For some people, it's whatever. You know what I mean? But most people just gravitate to the to the you know uh, the bench press and the elliptical and go home. Exactly. Which is better than smoking the crack and eating, you know, bacon cheeseburgers, so, right? But so you, how many layer, for me, how, like I've added rungs, like I've added rungs. I, I could be technically, right? The animal flow is an extra rung. The ninja stuff's an extra rung. You know what I mean? Going to South America and, and Europe to, to learn from the best heli skiing, next extra rung. So, you know, the thing is when you look at my rungs on my ladder, a lot of people who are still down here go, I'll never do that. But then when they get to that rung, they go, oh, well, maybe there's this for me and this for me. Right. And then before you know it, they're next to me getting off the heli, you know? Yeah, Ready yeah. Ready to ski 2,000 feet of snow over their shoulders. Shoot, man. Right? I'll I tell you, man, I, I, on a side note, I did I skied once in my life. Mm. And they didn't, and they, this is crazy. They didn't, I'd never put on, I'd never been down a bunny slope or anything. I just put on skis and I was already waiting in line to get on the lift. And I was with people who were intermediate and they were like Black Diamond. We were in upstate New York. Hunter no, Mountain? Hunter Mountain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They never put me on a um, bunny slope. I went straight to the intermediate. And then and then my girlfriend at the time was a skier. She skied. She she told me how to stop. That, she right. said, most important thing, Christian, stop right. this way. I pizza said, yeah, pie, yeah. French fry. Pizza yeah, pie, pizza pie, French fry. <laughs> I remember Pete, she showed me this. And I said, and I'm like, yeah, 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 it's intuitive. I'll figure out. Like, like with a big eagle, right? I'll never forget. I went down that mountain faster than everyone. And, and, and they, they, my friends were like- Were you OC we, or what? Yeah. They heard me going, uh, just passing them, screaming the whole time. And I, and I remember like, 
the only way I would stop is I would fall. Fall. I had to fall, but I'll never forget. It's like my ski got stuck and I felt my ACL pulling, pulling, pulling. And thank God the ski snapped off before my knee did. And then after that, I said, okay, I need to, I need to start a lot slower because that, again, you, in your head, you want to, there's the ego, right? Like even working out, you want to do all these things immediately and think you're like, no, I needed to calm the ego and really start with the bunny. If you have a hair raising experience when you try something new, that's typically when people go, okay, that one's not for me. That's what I said. Right. But yeah. if you had like the right pals, you on the right hill mm-hmm. and you were the ski instructor and you got, a, you got some really good intel and you had a great experience without feeling like your ACL was about to bust, like, that was cool. I'm coming back. And Look, that first experience is, is life or death for some people is when it comes to their advancing <laughs> through life. You know what I mean? I tell you, Tony, I was wearing, I was wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt. Oh. I didn't even have the right gear. Okay. <laughs> now let's chat about something crucial. That is omega threes. You know, I'm all about keeping clean and pure when it comes to products as well as food on my plate. But when it comes to supplements, Right? We have to make sure we have the best of the best, but especially when it comes to omega-3s. And, and I really mean it. Omega-3s are some of the most adulterated supplements that exist out there. And a lot of companies aren't doing it right. We need omega-3s for our heart, for our brain, for our eye health. You might not be getting enough nutritionally. When it comes to Peori, it's a quality brand, not only just with omegas across their whole line. They're extremely transparent. Every batch undergoes rigorous testing against over 200 contaminants, and you could check the results for yourself. And that's one of my favorite things. You can scan the QR code and look at the batch that is right in front of you that is on your shelf or on your counter, and you can see the results for this quality testing. Puri's O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil delivers a potent dose of EPA and DHA without any unnecessary extras. Now, Puri is offering 20% off of their O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil, the one that I take every single morning, and all their fantastic products to you, the Heal Thyself listener. That's 20% off even the already discounted subscription price. I want you to go to Puri.com. Use my promo code DRG. That's P-U-O-R-I.com slash DRG to take care of your health with some of the best omegas out there by Puri. These days... These days, it seems like everyone is carrying on a beverage, whether it's soda or flavored water, or kombucha or coffee or tea, but not all beverages are created equal when it comes to quality and health benefits. That is why I become obsessed with Peaks Sun Goddess Matcha. I've been using this for, it's one of the first supplements I really invested in. It's four years ago, probably. And it's not just any old matcha powder. We're talking organic ceremonial grade matcha tea that has been meticulously screened for pesticides, heavy metals, mold, and even radioactive isotopes. Peak takes no shortcuts. Their matcha is cultivated by ninth degree tea masters in Kagoshima, Japan, using century-old traditions. Their plants are shaded for 35% longer than usual to maximize the production of vital compounds like L-theanine for calm, steady energy and chlorophyll for its detoxifying anti-aging properties. I start every morning with a frothy cup of sun goddess matcha, not just for energizing my body, you know, we all want to get that caffeine kick. Yeah, okay. But for the amazing gut health, metabolism boosting, and antioxidant benefits. The phytonutrients nurture my digestive system. The EGCG compounds help my body burn calories efficiently. And the chlorophyll gives my skin the awesome reading. You see I'm glowing right now, right? That's because of the matcha. There's perfectly proportioned packets that are easy to mix with water whenever I need to pick me up. So easy to make a consistent self-care ritual. Peak is offering you, the Heal Thyself listener, 15% off of their sun goddess matcha, plus a free beaker and a rechargeable frother when you go to peaklife.com slash DRG. They're so confident that you're going to love it. There's even a 30-day money-back guarantee. No code at checkout. Just go to P-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-E dot com slash DRG. You're going to get 15% off plus all those freebies.
You know, we have a lot of female listeners and I'm going to ask a question for them because I know that there's a lot of thoughts on this. A lot of them go to the gym and they'll go, I'm going to do cardio, 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 cardio. Maybe I'll even do the step, the step machine, more cardio and go, but I'm not going to do the weights because I'm going to be too I'm buff. going to get bulky. I'm going to get bulky. Yeah, yeah. I know you hear this a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. but what, 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 is this a myth? Is it, is it, is it a myth or, st- or are we, we still live Again, in the one size doesn't fit all. Yeah. And it depends on what different women, all the different women want different things. Yeah. Like a lot of girls who are like work their way to a CrossFit games, they got a different objective. You know what I mean? Like gymnasts have a different objective, you know, but, but if your goal is to get fit and healthy, cause that should be your goal. Anything short of that is, is just something silly that's going to be temporary or, 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 or short term. So for example, uh, I, I, I had a, I had a, um, Podcast, not a podcast, but a mastermind with Dr. Mindy Pels. I know Mindy. You know Dr. Yeah. Mindy? Yeah. So she's just an amazing and incredible. And so, you know, I've been in this business a while. I think I know a thing or two. And when I heard that when she did P90X, she changed the schedule completely based on her, you know, her hormonal fluctuations. I don't, I don't know if she was pre, post, or, or perimetopausal at the time, but she knew what her body chemistry was capable of. And she looked at the, the schedule. She goes, this is a great schedule for dudes. You know what I mean? But not for me. So I moved the yoga here. I did the chest and back here. I had a mindfulness thing, I, you know, whatever. And, um, and then she, she had a very, not a play that was hard. She still worked hard because she knew based on her, what her hormones were doing. Cause she's a, you know, and you don't have to be a doctor to know where things are in your cycle. I mean, almost every woman who's looking goes, you know, I know what day I bleed. I know what day I, you know, I have energy and I don't, but if you're a low energy day and there's a, there's a plyometric routine there because the schedule says so, then you're going to end up just frustrated or, or hurt or so sore that you can't show up for the next three days. She made that change. And she said to me at the end of our mastermind, she said, I would love to make a program with you so that women out there in the world would finally get the results that they want without getting so wasted in the process that, that they will fall in love with fitness instead of just being frustrated with it. And there is that component of cardio, 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 no weights, right? So to, uh, the short answer for that is, of course, you have to do. Does, is weights the answer? I don't know. Is it animal flow? It's still, it's still body weight, push ups, pull ups, squats, lunges. Nobody questions those things. You know, you less weight, more reps, more calorie burn, less muscle recruitment. That's probably applicable to a lot of gals out there. And so, within nine months of that conversation with Dr. Mindy Pels, we shot a Power Sync sixty. Cool. Power Sync sixty. Sync meaning the cycle right? And women's, and it's a 60 day program. We had two test groups. One was over hundred, one was around 90. And, and we would get in these zoom calls with women and go, I'm, I'm 72 years old. I was hoping to lose a few pounds. I lost 15. I did, I did it without trying. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it, it's making sure that you're doing the right. And of course there's resistance training in there and there's, a, there's weights if you want, but they're all three, five, 10, 15 pound dumbbells. All right. A lot of it is not rep counts, but time, like 30 seconds. So you got to pick the right weight so you can do whatever I'm asking you to do for that 30 second time frame. So it kind of feels like cardio, right? Because it's a time thing instead of, okay, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to do eight reps. Um, and the results have been off the chain. You know what I mean? Um, but again, you know, if you, if you, any woman who thinks that the elliptical and the treadmill and the stationary bike uh, with, with no resistance training or weight training or body weight training or, or, or things that revolve that involve compound movements, physical compound movements. It, it's just, it's just a myopic way to train. Yeah. You know, oh, I'm in here and I'm sweating and I'm, I'm eating carrots and celery. Well, that's, 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 uh, that's a, that's okay. But all you have to do is at the end of the second month, go have, I've trained, have I arrived? Yeah. 
if I arrive, I mean, by the second month, that kind of thing, by the third month, you should know if you're, what you're doing is working. Mm -hmm. um, you can't do a pull-up. You can't run fast. You can't, you know, you, you're not very flexible. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you want to be well-rounded so that when you get past the exercise thing, and that's, you know, that's a priority at the top of your list, then you can start to train for, for what the world can provide for you, the adventures you can provide, the people that you'll meet out in the world. Right. Like the people that I know from skiing around the world, these, I, <sighs> Yeah. I mean, it's just, and I'm 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 a scaredy cat. I'm a scaredy cat with two left feet who has a very long <laughs> learning curve, who procrastinates. Who would I would rather if I had all I would I'd have my own trainer, and I would sleep till ten, and I would stay up till two in the morning. Watch. I mean, you know what I mean. But I you know, yeah. I have to do what I have to do based on what I know works, not what I want to do because it's easier. Yeah, yeah. You know? What is your number one free intervention for recovery? I would say yoga. Yeah. Yoga's number one. Because it's it's balance, it's strength, it's flexibility, and it's learning how to be in the moment. It's mm -hmm. all those things. It doesn't require anything but you and a mat and your bare feet. You can do it in a jock strap and a top hat, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you so desire. Yeah. Really that, and number two is is to, to and it's recovery is about you know, how do you deal with inflammation? Yeah. I don't like getting in a cold plunge any more than I like a guy punching me in the face. <laughs> but I get in. Because oh. it's magical. Oh, it's the worst five five seconds when you for ten. Oh, it's away. awful. I, the first time I got it in seventeen seconds, I wanted to get out after. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like a frog in a flying frying pan. Boop boop. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Um, but it's it's important. Even a cold shower, right? Cold shower is great too, but yeah. it, it's it, it's it's not going to do quite enough. You know what I mean? Just you got to get in a cold body of water right up to here, arms <laughs> too, arms and hands. If you <laughs> can't do the arms and hands, you keep them out. You know what I mean? I got a buddy who goes in five minutes. He goes like these little 15 second full head plunges and comes out. <sighs> Brutal, man. But you want to have, you want to have access to that. You want to have, you want Yoga is just you and a, and a trainer, me maybe, yep. uh, to show you how to do it, um, which is really, really important. Um, but also, you know, a foam roller is, or a, a lacrosse ball. My left shoulder is just problematic. I, I lean back in that lacrosse ball and I roll my arm around. It's, I can go to work. You love the foam because I've, I've I don't done, love it at all. Yeah. I have a rumble rumble roller. Say that three times fast. Yeah. It is just painful. But you know, you're training and you're training and you're training. Sometimes the 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 the, the warm-up and the cool down and the stretch classes in the yoga don't get to all those adhesions that are sitting in there. Right. You know, you can stretch like crazy, but it's not gonna flatten that little lump that's inside the muscle. Right. So you gotta get that foam roller in there or that that lacrosse ball or that tennis ball, which is a little bit easier to deal with sometimes. And then you just, you know, you bite the bullet, you take some deep breaths, and you move whatever part. Like, I, I, my IT bands are like that table, man. They're just like yeah. granite. But yeah. uh, I had a knee issue before I went vegan. I'm not totally vegan anymore. But I used to get Synvisc and, and PRP in both my knees about every year, every 15 months. Uh, and then I started eating more vegetables and less meat, and my knee pain went away. Mm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it yeah, that's a, that's a that's that's a whole new that's a whole new that's the, that, yeah that's yeah. A, that's another nutrition. Inflammation is inflammation, and if it's in your intestines or if it's in your you know your digestive tract or if you if you got leaky gut or irritable bowel syndrome, a lot of people are just you know the wheat, soy, the corn, and the dairy. There's a lot of people that are eating the wheat, the soy, the corn, and the dairy <gasps> who shouldn't be. Yeah, because that's there's so much inflammation from those kinds of foods, from the gluten, you know, mm -hmm. from from like you know I like I love dairy. I just I can't put it in me anymore. Yeah, you know, it's got to go. It had to go. How how do you sleep? Do you sleep well? Not all the time. Yeah. Today, like a baby. I don't babies don't really sleep well. I don't know why people say that. Um, like a dog. 
I mean, head hit the pillow and the alarm went off. It's like, yes. But I have a lot of my mind. And so my box breathing when I lay in bed helps me fall asleep some nights. But I'll wake up like I have to go to the bathroom and stuff like that, like typically once. I love those nights though. You know, my, my big issue is I need eight plus hours every night. And whenever I cut that short, it, it's the next day is harder. Um, and I'm kind of tired. I feel more achy. Uh, mo- most pe- a lot of people, not everybody, this is a general statement and it doesn't apply to everyone. A lot of people are taking a lot of mental health meds. We know what they are because, because they think there's, they're not dealing with life well enough. That's part of it. But they're just not getting enough sleep, man. Mm-hmm. Go to bed. Good Fix, fit, get get a new pillow, damn it. Get some de- get some bamboo sheets. Mm. Get a de- get a mattress that you that's maybe not something you started with in college. You know what I mean? Yeah. The mattress, the sheets, the pillow, the environment in the room. Get the get the TV out of the room. Get the phone way the hell away from you. Yeah. You know what I mean? These are th- things that we just don't do, and they're simple hacks. I mean, those are hacks that work. That's a real hack, and they work. Yeah, and they work great. Yeah, yeah cooling yeah. it down. Light, you know, blackout curtains for right, them. some right. people. Work do that. So bo- well. Do your box breathing or whatever your meditation. When you go to bed and when you get up in the morning, doesn't have to do your, you know, I'm get the apps, get the the calm app. Yeah. Okay. I got, I got a last question. What is your morning? Like, what do you do in the morning? Do you have any rituals or, or like, how, how do you start your day? Depends on the day. Um, Mondays I don't have a workout in the morning. So I try to sleep in, which is nine. You know what I mean? And uh, my wife has the, has the Monday through Thursday deal with the dog, take them out, feed them, make sure they poop and pee. You know what I mean? So she's up earlier than me and I get to sleep until nine o'clock. I usually don't. I wake up at eight anyway. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I'll just do my shake, my morning shake. I mean, I've got my own, my own, uh, uh, diet, uh, supplements called my, uh, power life. So I put the blueberries in there. I put the strawberries in there, both frozen. I'll put some pecans in there. Uh, some ice cubes. I'll pour, pour the flaxseed milk in. I'll put my foundation four in there, which is all about my digestive tract, all about my internal organs and everything else. Stuff is gold. It saved my life when I was sick in October 2017. I take it every day, twice a day. Then I put my protein powder in, and I have a, I have a vanilla, a strawberry, and a chocolate. Like, hmm, which one do I want today? Boom, blend, drink, and then I'm off doing work, emails, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. On the days I work out in the morning, which is Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Um, uh, I'll do a little, a little something low calorie, you know, like just a maybe a pre workout. Yeah, uh, that's really basically it. Mix it up and then go do my workouts. Um, and so yeah, uh, eight a.m. Uh, shoulders and arms on uh, Tuesday, chest and back, uh, which is uh, Thursday, eight o'clock. And then Sunday is like everybody shows up at nine and we're out in the backyard, the side yard for, for four hours. Community like, exercises. Community. 20 foot ropes, 15. Like one of the moves is uh, up the pegboard, up a beam, which so there's a beam that supports the house. Ring the bell, down the rope, up the rope, ring the bell, oh, down fun, the beam, yeah. across the pegboard, max pull-ups. I love that. The community exercise is so like amazing. And this is why people actually, I think that's the secret sauce for the CrossFit, right? Like. They're going for the community. It's the community people want to feel man. together. The people who are like want to charge. The, yeah. Like you know, Tony, why do you bash CrossFit? CrossFit is great. You know what I mean? If you love it, do it. It's awesome. It's about the community. But just listen, listen to what's going on. So you don't, you know, so you're not out of commission for six to eight weeks because you push too hard. You're overdoing it. And people have weight. done that with P90X. They've done certainly done it with insanity. Yeah. You know, they <laughs> did insanity. Like, you know, you're working legs five days a week. You got to, you know, you got to know what to do and when to listen to your body. And the yeah. recovery part's huge too. Yeah. I love that, man. Listen, what a wealth of knowledge. You know, I've, I've already so inspired to do the animal flow myself, to, to get the workouts in, you know, really even more consistently. I have this 40 
right? Like really getting really, you know? 40, dude. 40, 40. It's a big, it's a big one. No, it's, big it's, one. it's nothing. It's nothing. 40 is 18. 18. Okay, great. 40 is it. 40 is the new 18. Okay, there you I'm go. I'm 65. I was born 13 years after World War II. Okay. And I don't know what 65 is supposed to feel like, but it feels better than 55 or 45 or 35 or 25. Better with age. Yeah. This, and yeah. this is possible. But I'm always making adjustments. I'm yeah. always like animal. I, mean, I knew about animal for three years. And oh, just like you, I can't figure it. Under the leg, over. What's, yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah, the crab from yeah, bear. Yeah. Again, I had that same experience in yoga. Yeah. And, and I just decided to go when I was terrible, 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 terrible. Wrong, wrong number 12. Like that, like that Satori came like about the 15th or 20th time I showed up at yoga, where I knew the difference between Baudha Kunasana and Shavasana and Warrior II. You know, right. and they're like, oh, okay. And now I have this, this wealth of knowledge about something that was completely foreign, not even interested in it. And I, I partly went in there because it was all women. <clears throat> anyway, I never <laughs> met anybody, but I certainly learned a lot about yoga. Yeah. And now I'm in that same place with, with, uh, with animal flow. And I was in that place with skiing when I was just so subpar, I couldn't enjoy it, but I wanted to be better. So you just have to, it has to be ugly for a while. And then you go up all those rungs and then it's not, and then you're a brand new person and you have a brand new life. And then you can look back at it and go, damn, that turned out so great. Mm. It was such, you know, and then the new, the, the, the camaraderie and the friendships and the, and all that that comes with it. It's, it, 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 life is magical, man. If you're willing to get outside of your comfort zone a little bit. And that's what we're going to do. 2024 comfort zone. That's the vibe right now, man. Mm, you got through. us on it. Open that door, go through, repeat. I appreciate that, oh, man. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show. The next one, we're going to talk all about nutrition, my man. Thank you okay, so much for your deal. knowledge. Can't wait to come back. All right, man. We love scented candles in America. When I was putting together this segment, I thought about back in 2004, right? I was in college and I dated this girl and she loved Yankee candles. You know about these candles? You know, I, I remember they had them in the mall and you walk into a Yankee candle and it's like a tidal wave of all these multitude of scents. And I remember how fun it used to be to just like take out the little glass top and do a little sniff and then close it up. And then this one and do a little sniff and close it up. And before you know it, you're high on the chemicals from Yankee Candle. Well, this girlfriend had every single room in our house filled with a Yankee candle. And you'd walk in, you get hit with something, right? You got the sparkling cinnamon hit as soon as you walk in. And then you go into the bedroom and that's the cookie, Christmas cookie scent, right? And then you go into the bathroom and you get the coconut beach scent. And I'm like, wow, this is really pleasant. Until I connected that my itchy eyes and my allergies that always happened at our house for some reason that I thought was like maybe in the rug. And I'd be like, oh, you don't vacuum your rug. It was coming from the candles. And a lot of you don't even know that maybe your children's allergic symptoms that they may have, the runny nose, the sinus pressure, the itching, right? Without even knowing, these candles could be affecting the health of your child. You might not even know that there's a lot of these candles that are going to affect the health of your cat, the health of your dog, and ultimately your health. So this is a proper, really important piece that I want to put out there to you because so many of us use candles. Here are some fun facts about candles from the National Candle Association. Over 400 commercial, religious, and institutional candle manufacturers exist in the United States. I'm going to give you a second to just take a guess how many pounds of wax are melted per year in the United States for candles. Take a five second guess. Okay, 
One billion pounds. People love candles. And, and candle manufacturers, they're making a killing on candles. So typically, a major US candle manufacturer offers 1,000 to 2,000 varieties of candles and its product lines. I didn't even know that. That's, that's a lot, a lot of skews. Candle sales have grown actually 10 to 15% per year in the last decade. And it's really fueled by the customer's interest in aromatherapy and increased demand for home fragrant products. Manufacturers, surveys show that more than 95% of all candles are purchased by the women out there. When it comes to fragrance, there's about 10,000 different candle scents out there. So you are never at a loss for whatever you want. You could do your Virginia Beach sand scent and then you could do your Christmas tree evergreen scent, right? Whatever you want is out there. Don't, don't even worry about that. Worry about other stuff and I'm gonna tell you what. Fragrance is by far the most important characteristic impacting candle purchases today. About three quarters of candle buyers are saying that it's extremely important or very important in their selection of the candle. Okay, great. But when it comes to fragrance, a lot of things that we don't know about will start coming to the surface when we learn what is the implication of fragrance on our health. Now, the majority of US consumers use candles within a week of their purchase. Nine out of 10 candle users say that they use candles to make room for feeling comfortable and just cozy, right? And, and that's great, right? I love the idea of a, a nice scent and you know maybe a little fireplace maybe a little Netflix, maybe a little pajamas, right? That's a nice little you know, winter feeling, I get it. Candle users say most frequently they're burning candles at the highest percent in the living room, 42%, followed by the kitchen, 18%, and the bedroom, 13%. And approximately one in five women say they use candles to decorate their yard, patio, exterior, and interior of their home. Both men and women consider candles to be a great gift, and it is a great gift if you're purchasing a healthy one. That's my little caveat. Candle purchasers say they view candles as the appropriate gift for the holidays. About 6% of people are gifting this for a holiday gift, 74% for housewarming, dinner parties, 66%, just thank you, 61% of people, and just adult birthday gifts are about 58%. So we love candles. We love gifting candles. Candles can go from anywhere from 50 cents for like those little cheap tea light ones, all the way to $75 for a big one. But you know, the artesian ones, and you know those, like the really high-end ones could be at least 200 bucks. That's wild for something that's gonna burn. When it comes to candles, what makes them toxic? Quote, unquote. And we say toxic as a just general umbrella term, but I'm gonna go into really what does make it toxic. Scenting candles can release potentially harmful chemicals in the air when it's burned. The aroma that is lit from a scented candle is released through evaporation of the fragrance from a hot wax pool. And it's from the solid candle itself. We know that we see it melt, but it releases something called volatile organic compounds. You hear me talk about these in many things. It can be from cleaning supplies to a bed, but certainly, certainly candles. Now, even with fragrance products labeled as like green organic, they can also emit nasty chemicals in the air. That's the greenwashing we see in a lot of these chemically rich candles. So burning of the paraffin wax releases the volatile organic chemicals in the air. And these could be nasties like acetone, benzene, and toluene, which I'll talk about in a minute. When we think about candles, there's different components that cause different levels of risk. Most candles are made of paraffin wax. And many of these scented candles that we see, the paraffin is a byproduct of petroleum refining. So when that paraffin wax is burned, it releases a lot of those chemical compounds that I just mentioned, like benzene and toluene. We know these to be carcinogens, meaning that they can, may, or likely cause cancer, just depending on the type of chemical. But we inhale them. 
but we also have fragrances in there. And remember I said, most people buy candles based on fragrance. So most of you are having fragrance-rich candles. And if it's not a clean company that does it right, it's most likely gonna be chemically rich, synthetically rich fragrance. But what's the problem with that? Yeah, they emit volatile organic compounds also. And they can have long-term or short-term effects. Now, remember, the term fragrance is an encompassing term. It's a proprietary blend. It's the company's way of saying, uh, we don't want to disclose everything to you, so we'll just use the word fragrance. And while not all fragrances are harmful, some, yeah, can raise potential concerns. And we don't even know how they interact with each other. We just know about them single chemicals in a vacuum affecting us on a certain level. But we don't know how they react together or interact together or what happens when it happens in the body. So some of these chemicals can be big time hormone disruptors. So here's a chemical that is lurking in your candles and you may not know it. Phthalates are a group of chemicals that are used to stabilize the fragrance of the candle, but they're implicated in endocrine disruption. Phthalates are known to interfere with the endocrine system. They mimic or block the action of different hormones. And this disruption can affect the normal functioning of your endocrine system. Right? It regulates all those crucial processes in your body like development, metabolism, and just reproductive function. But phthalates are nasty. They affect your reproductive health. It can reduce fertility, alter sperm quality, cause developmental issues in male reproductive organs. And pregnant women exposed to phthalates can have an increased risk of low birth infants and delivering preterm. It also causes respiratory issues. If you have a child in your home who's exposed to phthalates coming from a candle, that child can develop respiratory issues, asthma, and allergies. It can be toxic to the liver and kidneys. It can affect a child's brain. Phthalates have been connected to adverse neurobehavioral outcomes like lower IQ and attention deficit disorder. It's connected to obesity, insulin resistance, metabolic disorders, immune system effects. It can affect our immune system. It can increase our risk of cancer. And lastly, it can irritate our skin. So when it comes to candles, some of the chemicals in there that can disrupt your health are fragrances. Fragrances being the umbrella term of the company saying, I'm not gonna tell you what's in here, we're just gonna give you the word fragrance. And a lot of companies do this, but some of the compounds like benzene are known human carcinogens and they can be found in your candle. But benzene is a chemical that is often found in conventional candles that is known to be a carcinogen, meaning it can cause cancer. Aldehydes such as formaldehyde, another known cancer-causing chemical that we find in candles. Ethylene glycol, which we see regarded as safe, but at high levels of exposure can cause health issues, especially in pregnant women. Acetone, we see that in nail polish remover. So did you know in conventional candles, the wick may be problematic? See, the wick can be made of lead. And as you burn that wick, it could be releasing heavy metals into the air. And with prolonged exposure, to a lead-based wick, we can see neurological effects, developmental delays, behavioral disorders, especially in children, anemia, kidney damage, reproductive issues, cardiovascular health issues, you can have impaired hearing, decreased bone mineral density, gastrointestinal issues, immunotoxicity, even dental effects like increased risk of cavities. And if you don't know that you're burning this candle and it's releasing lead over and over into the air and you're doing it every day long-term and your child is being exposed, your dog, your cat, and you, well, that's a problem because the thing about heavy metals is that they bioaccumulate in your tissues. So the more you're releasing heavy metal lead into the air and breathing it in, over time, you're putting yourself and your children at risk. So can fragrance in candles actually affect your overall health? Yeah, there was a Saudi Arabian study and it was on students. And they wanted to look at the prevalence of scented candle usage among students. There was 472 students that were tested in the study. 
So among these scented candle users, 34.8% of the respondents use scented candles more than four times a month, and 40.2% of the respondents lit candles for 20 to 40 minutes. Now, a total of 117 of these respondents reported health-related problems, and the top three health problems due to scented candles were headaches at 15.2%. And of the 117 people who reported these health-related problems, 72 or 15.2% reported headaches, 42 or 8.9% reported shortness of breath, and 37 or 7.8% developed a cough. Now, the duration of more than 60 minutes of scented candle exposure showed a higher occurrence of headaches, higher occurrence of sneezing and wheezing. So now the ultimate question is, how do we buy a non-toxic candle? we want to look for safer alternatives out there. Now, materials like soy or beeswax, they tend to produce fewer airborne toxins when burned. So you want to look for candles with cotton wicks. Now, I'm going to go into cotton in a moment because it's not always clean, but you want to look for also natural phthalate-free fragrances. So soy candles are not always non-toxic. You got to read the ingredients first. And because you can't buy an organic soy candle, it can ensure that the soy is coming from an organic source. You wanna call the company and ask if the soy oil they're using is organic or look at their certificate of analysis and make sure that they're using clean soy oil, especially if you're using it all the time. Now, as far as the scents and candles, essential oil scented candles can be more natural or potentially less toxic option compared to candles with synthetic fragrances. However, it's important to consider several factors. Pure essential oils, right? A candle can say it's pure essential oils. And ideally, yeah, pure and natural is gonna be derived from plants, but essential oils themselves can be extracted from plants and can have various properties and scents, great. But some of these are gonna be additives and blends. You can actually get 1% oil and 99% synthetic. So you wanna make sure that the candles using essential oils that are 100% coming and derived from natural substances and they're not using any synthetic additives and it's not a blend, it is pure essential oils. You wanna make sure the quality is high quality. You wanna make sure, talk to the company and make sure they're not using synthetic solvents to extract the essential oils. Not all essential oils are created equal. If you have children, if you have a newborn, you wanna make sure you stay away from essential oils. Aromatically, peppermint oil, eucalyptus oil, rosemary oil, marjoram, anise, fennel, all of these, you wanna make sure you're not using around children under five years old. Just because it's an essential oil doesn't mean that it's healthy to be diffusing throughout the house. Now, there are certain essential oils that are safe for children, but I would absolutely research that. Some of those being cedarwood, ginger, and sweet orange, but there's a longer list. And then there's a whole nother list for dogs and cats. So you wanna make sure you're treating this in the right way. Just because it's sold on the supermarket shelf or the special candle store shelf doesn't mean that it's safe. Now, when it comes to the waxes and wicks, the type of wax the candle uses is very important, and the material of the wick is very important. So you wanna look for candles that use natural waxes and wicks, such as cotton, to avoid any potential contaminants. But remember, cotton in itself can be treated with chemicals and bleached. So you wanna make sure the cotton in itself is unbleached. You wanna make sure the candle's phthalate-free. I went over phthalates just before told you what they do in the system, how they disrupt your system. A lot of these companies you can ask or they should be certifying or putting on their label, no phthalates used for this. Very important. Now, as far as the base, soy wax is made from soybean oil and it's a great option for a clean and even burn. Soy wax candles, they have a longer burn life than traditional paraffin wax ones, but again, 
Soy oil is used to create the soy wax. You want to make sure that this company is using organic, clean soy oil, right? Because anything else is going to be adulterated with a lot of these chemicals that soy oil uses. Beeswax is great. Uh, you want to make sure the beeswax is renewable and biodegradable. It's actually one of my favorite ones because it emits negative ions when burned, so it actually can cause a relaxation effect. Coconut wax is another fantastic one. You make sure it's renewable and eco-friendly. This is great for a clean, even burn and long-lasting. Those are two of actually my favorite, beeswax and coconut. As far as the wicks, again, I talked about cotton. You want to make sure that there's no sketchy chemicals in there. Other options outside of cotton are wood and hemp. If you're burning a candle that's questionable, always make sure you have proper ventilation. Open the windows, maybe open the door if you need to. Make sure you have your air purifier on, right? Read the labels, hold these companies accountable. It's that time right now in the consciousness of health where we wanna, we have enough information out there to make better informed decisions. So you may not know that the candle you're using may use synthetic fragrances, have a lead-based wick, the paraffin is derived from petrochemicals, it has phthalates in there. You may not know that, but now you have information out there about how to search for one. Now you know what questions to ask the companies. Now you know even if there's essential oils, which ones to use and which ones not to use, especially if you have children, the company should be transparent. The company should be showing you, hey, you know, we, we don't have phthalates in here. We make sure that we use the best, cleanest fragrances, 100% essential oils. This is what the wick is made out of. That's the companies you really want to support anyway. And if you want to use more reference, there's a fantastic report by my friend Lee from Momovation 2021 report. She has a list of candles to use, candles to stay away from. And as always, you can go on the Swell Score. I've handpicked my favorite candles on there. There's two or three companies already, maybe even four at this point, where you can just pick the best of the best. And it's not just candles, it's everything out there. Shout out to Swell Score, I love it. Uh, all right, now you got the codes on the candles. You know what to do. Now that the holiday's coming, you can do the best by your home air, do the best by your children, your dog, your cat, your family. Make sure you're getting the cleanest candles out there so it smells good, but it's not hurting anyone's respiratory system, their nervous system, their hormones, their reproductive system. You know how nasty these chemicals are. Thank you so much for listening to this Knowledge Bomb. Let us get into this special guest segment with Tony. I'm ready to work out just even saying his name. Let's do it.